And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. This week, we have with us DJ Terry. That's right. Anybody that knows DJ Terry knows of the Homegrown Hits show. Uh, every Monday at 7, you can catch this. Correct. Right? Yep. Um, 216 The Beat. Is that, is that, would that be the, the station? Yes. The yes. actual name of the station? And right. we'll get into all that because this is internet radio. Yes. You're not going to turn on your, your dial at, on, in your car no. and just go to, there is no 216 anyways on the radio dial really unless nope. you. And then um, another thing I want to talk about is the Live 365. Okay. I want to talk about what those are so people when they go on your, because you can go on your, your Facebook page or wherever and you can see you got everything set up. You'll even put, post your, your set list and stuff from just the list that you played the, the previous night. Now, one thing about this show that's different than maybe a lot of other places, like, you know, radio stations usually hone in on, a, on a, you know, like rock or it's this country or whatever. What you're doing, though, is local. And when I say local, I mean Northeast Ohio. Um, like, I, you even will do, I, I saw Whip It from uh, Devo, Akron. Uh, you, and that's, you know, back in the 80s. You go as far back before the 80s all the way up to present time, and it could be any kind of music. It doesn't really matter the type of music. It's just the local thing, and that's what you're promoting. And, I mean, I, I think it's awesome that you do this. Um, the thing that I don't think a lot of people understand is the whole internet radio thing. Like, what is internet radio? Where do, where do you access internet radio? Uh, how do you access it? And there might be even some people today who want to start their own internet radio thing or do something like that. And maybe, I, you know, I want to touch on some of that kind of thing also. Excellent. But um, how do you feel about that? Though? How do you feel like what, what starts you into this mode where you become so passionate about like the local scene and stuff like that, where you want to go and do this, where you are. Cause I, I'm assuming that you're not becoming rich or making any money really doing this. So this is mostly labor of love type thing. So what, what does, what, what, it makes you do that. Well, that's that's correct. It is uh, more of a labor of love. Um, I've been uh, following or been a part of the scene since I was uh, in high school. I used uh, I got started running lights for bands in in high school, and then uh, went through. Uh, was always a follower of some of the o- older bands when I was growing up. I grew up in the '80s, so uh, Love Affair, Michael Stanley, uh, Breathless, things like that. Um, you were going to those shows. Yeah, I was going to the shows, uh, checking them out. Um, and then, and I've always had a love for this, for the music. I've had some friends in the uh, in the industry and have worked. Um, I, I used to manage bands for a while when I, I I lived in Maryland for a while, and I I did that. And but what got me into radio first was when I was at, in college at Cleveland State. Um, I worked for or did an internship at uh, WMS and WHK, oh. and that was really <clears throat> that was really eye opening to me. I got to work with uh, people like Lisa Dillon, um, Kidlio, Jeff Kinsbach, and then the people behind uh, the scenes because I was I was basically writing writing news new stuff and doing the carts back then, oh, running really? out. Yeah, so I was running around. My days were running around, uh, talk, you know, shoving a microphone in people's face and then coming back, writing a small story and putting on carts, if you remember those yeah, 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 back yeah. then. Yeah, and and, uh, and that was that was my internship. And that's really got me into radio. I was really impressed with the, the people and, uh, and, and the work and what they were doing back in the late 80s, early, uh, early 90s with the way WMMS was back then. I was really a big fan of Kid Leo. Um, and that was so when you came out of the, off the internship, what did you did you go then pursue radio as a career after that, or 
Did did life kind of take you in a different direction? Yeah, I was in the no, I was in the military, so I didn't have the time to do that. I got so, you. So, um, but I, but I always enjoyed it, and I always and I always uh, enjoyed local local music. So, um, so when basically the th- what really happened and got me to actually do the sh- do the show was two things. One, my friend who owns two one six to beat radio uh, was talking to me about doing a show, and two is when uh, Michael Stanley passed. Oh, I thought that was. Uh, that was that, like a calling that almost. Was, yeah, almost. Yeah, it was kind of. It kind of uh, because I really enjoyed him. He was another DJ that I was really, um, that was really influential in my life. Yeah. Uh, though I never, I, I never like worked with him or anything like that. No. But, um, but yeah, and he. So when he passed, I, I thought that, that they, we needed to keep pushing local music, and uh, and that's and that's how the show got created. So I, where I basically do, um, it's it's supposed to be rock and roll. It's it's it's. Um, you know, uh, pop. It's it's a it's a wide wide range of rock and roll. You get some pop stuff like a hook like Helen, or you go all the way to to bands like um, like Assault. I play um, another yeah, yeah, band, yeah, yeah. Assault. And they're, so, they, well, they're they're blowing up in a, in a, in a local way. Right. Yeah. 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 And um, so so yeah. So in an internet radio seems to be the way to to do that because you have a lot more uh, freedom in um, with what you're internet radio and, stuff. and what you're playing and what you can say and what uh, things like that. So you say your friend. <clears throat> Owns two one six to beat. Yep. Is that what it is? What does that mean? So what? Like what? How do you own an internet channel? What does that mean? What? 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 What entails all with all that? Um, well, it, it's a it's a lot. They, we have a studio down um, downtown, and um, and it runs. It, it's a commercial radio station that that runs twenty four seven three sixty five and. Uh, um, and it's just part of what what she does. She has some other she has some other things. She runs an entertainment company and does some other things too. That uh, but yeah, I mean, that, get, accessing um, an internet radio station is is really easy if you understand how to do it. Uh, there's a lot of apps out there. Uh, we, you, were, you mentioned the 365 Live. Uh, that's a very popular app. And if if someone were did want to start their own radio station, that would be a, a good starting point for a lot of people. Um, uh, there's, uh, there's simple radio app. You can get on Google play. You can go to, uh, there's a really good app called my tuner, which I use a lot and it has, it has tons of radio stations on it and you can listen to the radio stations all from around the world, um, on this. So this is the, these are, these are more like hubs so that, so that there's a hub here and then you have access through these apps to, to start a show mm-hmm. and then through that same app people listen to these right shows. right so you can go to you can go to 365 uh, live 365 app and you can you can type in like what you want to hear and it'll give you suggestions or or if you're looking for the station in particular you punch it in and and uh, it'll pop it right up for you so what so if I'm so if I'm somebody and I, I get done watching this and I'm like you know I'm gonna go check out DT Terry's show I would go on the I would and I would search uh, three six live three sixty five or two one six to beat. Yeah, you can go to you can go to the just, and yeah. then and then all of a sudden it would let me. I could sure. probably just go down that rabbit hole and find out, and it, I would yeah. get to this point. Yeah, that's 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 what you would do. Yeah, you could always go to the website two one six beat radio. And and, and so there. and so if you if you want to do your own show, it's it's kind of like what we do here in a way where if you want to make money, you gotta you gotta get sponsors or you gotta sell sell. Do, do they have to do that now? Does she have to actually sell? 
Yeah, they have. Yeah, the station does have. It's a commercial radio station. So they it's just, sell, it's just, they have commercial spots on it. So it's a commercial radio station, just like, but it's just not using the airs. It's using the internet. It's just a different form of radio, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's a really cool form of radio because, like I said, there's a lot, and there's a lot of good stations out there that you can you can look for, and a and a lot of stations who are uh, terrestrial also use um, use use the internet as, oh, have, so they have, have their own right. Yeah, so they have that also. They yeah. also have podcasts now. Sure, um, everybody so, has podcasts. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's a there's a guy who 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 I took a lot of inspiration from, uh, Mr. Kenny Kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he because he has that's what he does too, and he's he's done that because he was with the terrestrial station. For well, a Kenny while. Kid. Well, Kenny Kid did MMS there for a while. Right. He did the Saturday night thing for a while. Right. And now he was doing broadcast for the basketball broadcast mm-hmm. there. Is he still doing the? No, he's not doing the basketball mm-hmm. anymore. No. Is he? Um. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was. He was all over the place, and then one day, he was gone. Yeah. But now he has his his own thing, and he. Yeah. I did like him a lot. He was. He was. He was definitely one of. And then like I was kind of pissed when they when he disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was really. Yeah. He was really inspirational to to me too. He was one of the DJs that I kind of looked at and 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 took from and 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 learned from. Uh, yeah, that dude was all do. over the place because he was all into rock, and then he was on the the morning. Yeah, he, uh, with 92.3, I think he was doing that also, yeah. and then he was doing the basketball games. Right. It was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as uh, where do you get your music from? I mean, like, is this just a, a, a ongoing collection for years and years of collecting, or are you constantly having to, are you constantly finding things and finding out about new things and? How does that all? Come? Yes, it, it started out as a collection. Uh, I had to transfer a lot of stuff from CD or or albums to uh, to Digital. the MP3s, right? Yeah, right. And then, um, but yeah, now now it's a constant search. I get stuff um, in the uh, through my emails. People email me stuff all the time. I get MP3s that way, um, and people reach out and send me stuff. And uh, or I go out and find things. You know, I I, I scan um, like iTunes or uh, Spotify. And uh, follow all that stuff and, and and add new music that way. Have you ever like watched our show and then been like, oh, mm-hmm. there's the one? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I've, I'm always scanning the shows. There's a couple of good, really good podcasts out there that I'm like, ooh, I just you know I just saw that band or I just uh, someone's talking about them or or any of the social medias like um, Instagram is a very good for this type of business. That's this is Instagram is like the best one as far as like sh- social as far as medias social go. medias go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Why do you think that? Um, I just think that um, Instagram is a place that the the younger crowd uh, embraces more than anything, and and it's just a place more for artists. Uh, Facebook is okay, and uh, Twitter is is just not. It's a bitch session, ever. That's all. Yeah, it really it's, is. yeah, it's not. A, there's they don't they don't attract artists as much. Now I, I everybody have, wants to bitch about something. Yeah, I mean, but now I have a Twitter, but and yeah. I, and I but but that's. You know, but I mean, I have all the all of them. But I, I, if I had to pick one, I would say it's it's Instagram as the best as one. As the best one, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do I do agree with you that that's more of the the, the younger generation. The older generation goes to Facebook, mm-hmm. um, which is why I'm on it. Right. I'm in the older generation. Yeah, me too. So, how do you get started? How what what makes you what what what's, when do you decide you're going to do a radio station? What 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 and what do you go about doing it? Did does she come to you? And say, do you want to do it, or do you go to her and say, I want to do this radio station? And then how do you would, how do you? Um, she was talking about it for a uh, for a little bit, and then I wasn't, I didn't seem too interested. But then, but then I became interested, and I went to her and and said, you know, I want to do this, and and she gave me the opportunity to do. And then it. when it happened, when you decide to do it, was it just like one of the things you're just going to go all out on? And you're going to be like, now that I've decided to commit, 
it's all out commit. I'm going to make the best show type thing. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm no half measures. We're going yeah. to go full measure. As I can this. tell, yeah, from what I from what I've gathered so far, this is a, this is a pretty cool thing that you do here. You're very structured. Uh, you're you're every Monday at seven type thing. You know, um, that's what you got to do, right? I mean, right. isn't that isn't that how this all works, really? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and the station is is very professional and expects that from me, right? And they and they were very helpful um, about about getting me ramped up and and teaching me about how to how to deal with everything and get things done. And and she still, uh, I still you know go to her all the time about um, about advice about anything like like. For instance, I had a couple of shows ago. I had a I had a person um, be upset with me and and was like hammering me on Instagram the entire show. Oh really? And I was like, and I was texting her, going, "What do I do with this?" And uh, basically, you, you basically ignored it. And because they were like, their their complaints were really weird, like Cleveland sucks. But oh. this person had been following me for two years and listens all the time. But I don't know. So I figured they were probably having a bad day. Or just maybe they're drinking a little. <laughs> right, or something. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe they're having a few too many drinks, got drink tequila or something. Or maybe they know. just watched the replay on one of the Browns games. <laughs> right. And <laughs> that'll so, do it. And they're, they're from Chicago. So the, the person was from oh. Chicago. So they were just, I don't know, they were, maybe the Bears were having a bad game. I don't remember. Yeah, it's kind but, of weird when people do stuff like that. So, but, you know, I think that that's one thing about just being in the public spotlight in, in general is that you just have to realize that there's going to be people who just don't like you mm-hmm. or they say they don't like you and they want to make make you look bad on some whatever. Yeah. So yeah. having to ignore that is like principle. You got to be able yeah, to ignore that's what those she, people. That's, you know, so, so there's a lot of uh, professionalism and, and I was taught a lot. Uh, by by her and by other people who work at the station. Um, I have a really good software. I use a software called Play It Live, which is um, out of England, and that's a re- it's a really good software. I mean, there's a lot of softwares. If you want to run a radio show, there's quite a few software. Do you have there. to go to the radio station when you broadcast your show, or do you have something set up at your house that you can actually just broadcast from your house? Yeah, I can, I can do both. I can. Uh, yeah, I, I have a small studio in a room um, at the house that I have set up with the, uh, uh, you know, the wall is lined just like yours behind you. And, Get the sound treatment. Uh, yeah, stuff. sound treatment, stuff like that. So. Well, why would you ever go into the studio if you can just do it from your house, I guess, is the real question. Um, it's, uh, it's probably... It's 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 a little better environment and uh, less less opportunity for for any kind of um, mistakes to happen. Oh, I because, got you. Less distractions. You know, well, yeah, that in the in the fact that I'm I'm sending it all the way from my house, so that's one less oh, step. Of, I got you. Yeah, of, sure. A mistake could be made. Is it is it always live? Yeah. Is everything always live with you? Mm-hmm. Everything? Yeah. So so you're sent when you do it from your house. You're, yeah, you're, I see what you're saying. You have to send it. To them, and then they have to process, process it, it out. out, right? So that's so it's an extra you. step. Yeah. So right. um, more yeah. chances for things to go wrong. Go wrong, right? And, and I've and I've had stuff go wrong over the last. Uh, it's almost it's it's been two years now. So how do the, how do the bands seem to respond to all this? The the ones you're playing, do you get a lot of response from them? Um, yes, yeah, I do. I do get a lot of response. There's a a lot of positive response from the bands. They're very uh, very helpful, and um, they you know they offer they ask me to come out and see them, and I try to go out and see everybody when I can. And but yeah, I get I've got had a lot of lot a lot of positive response. A lot of people will um, like retweet or 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 you know share whatever I do on a regular basis, and that's really helpful. Is 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 getting that stuff out there. Have you ever thought about having any of these these artists come in as a guest on the show while you're doing this, or have you done that yet? Or um, not yet, but what I was uh, what I what I do have in the works is I want to do a interview podcast. Oh, really? Uh-huh, go yeah. look at you. Dude, you want to go that. You want to go against us, all right? right? Yeah, yeah. 
So not quite this, uh, no, this elaborate. Cool. Not quite this elaborate. It would be a, it wouldn't even be a video. I would be doing um, just an audio one. Audio one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking to do an audio one because I don't want to. I only have two hours and I don't. And, and it's a two-hour party, and and I don't I don't want to slow things down. I like yeah. to keep things. I'd Look, like we'd to, love to come out when you're ready to roll, man. Yeah. We'd love to come out yeah. and check it out too. So, I'm like, hell yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I'd like yeah. to. Yeah, because there's there's like I said, we're a collective in this in this area, and we all rise together, and we all have to help each other and and and. Yeah, so we were together. talking about that just before we started this, yeah. the podcast today. We were so, talking. You were you were telling me that and your your in your eyes, this is more collectively done. If we're going to accomplish anything, basically, we have to collectively do this. We can't be in arms with each other. Um, I agree with you. You know, and and this season, uh, we've been we've booked some podcasters. We had the locally grown girls in here, and you're in here this mm-hmm. this season. And I think that's a we want to do more of this. You know, we want to bring some more of these guys in here and kind of bond together. You know, because. You know, down the road, you could do some pretty big things with enough people involved. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and you know, it's really hard to accomplish big things by yourself. So I think that that's a, that's a real, you know, I'd love to have some, like, food drives, and I'd love to have some things where we can do some good for the city by using certain influences that we all have because we know a lot of people now. You know what I mean? We've met a lot of people. We know a lot of people. We can throw, we can throw a one hell of a party and get people to show up and raise money for Cleveland. Yeah. And, and the food bank and for certain things that we need. We might have to raise money for a, a, a football team, too, yeah. that can win something. something. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know what to do. I've, I've run out of answers <laughs> yes. for this team. But, I mean, if we have to raise money for the Browns, we'll do it. We've got to get a winner somehow. Yeah. Um, no, but really, seriously, I, I really think that that's what it takes. I think, I think you're correct that it's going to take all of us to do some of these things. And – you know, everybody's got their niche too. It's like it's like not you know like we do our thing here. There's really no one else doing it like this. But you have your thing. There's really no one else doing it like that. And there's like there's certain things that if we all just kind of put these pieces together as a whole, we can raise this city up. You know, we always talk about like the Seattle scene back when that happened. You know, it took a city to make that scene. That scene didn't just happen. Correct. The city made that scene happen, right? I mean, like, that's really what happened. Different time. I'm not going to say that these are the same times, but that's really what happened. That city rose up, gathered around those bands, and they became huge. And and it changed the whole everything. Oh, right. And it's it's so much easier nowadays as compared to when, you know, when we were doing band stuff in the 80s where we were running around stapling flyers to kiosks. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've got the internet. (laughs) I mean, getting ourselves together... It shouldn't be that difficult. It's not that, right. It should not not be. I mean, um, a a good example of that is Cleveland Versus. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I I, I was playing Cleveland We did a little thing when that came out. Yeah, Yeah. we we had a little, we put out a little thing. We were helping them promote a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, volumes one, two, three, and four are excellent. uh, um, It's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a really good idea, and I hope he keeps going with that. Yeah, it's a really good idea, and he and he, and he picks really good bands, and they and they produce things well. It mm-hmm. sounds good. You know, this last one was the ACDC yeah, thing. There was, was all really kinds cool. of yeah. yeah, and you know, like you pick the right stuff like that ACDC and stuff like that, where there's 50 songs you can choose from that are, everyone knows every song. That I know that's what it was like. You could put that on, and it was just like, and everyone playing their own renditions. It's right. really cool. It is. It's really it's cool. Really good stuff. One one of the coolest things I think about doing this podcast has been. Um, you know, Pat and I know a lot of people through the years. We've been in bands and we've done all that. And then we do this and then it's just like so many more doors have now opened up to us and we've met so many people. And, you know, a scene that we thought was big 
has just become almost like the universe. It's so big now. You know, we know so many people and we've met so many. And the differentiates, you know, like how it differentiates between the different bands that are out there and, and the talent levels that are out there. It's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing, the stuff that's out there right now. It is. And it, and it, it goes even back from like the 70s and the 60s, some of those artists that we've had on that were big in the 70s and the 80s and 60s and stuff. You know, those guys are legends already, you know, like, and you can go back and talk to some of these guys and man, the stories are amazing. But then there's these guys that are in the midst of that. They're becoming legends. They're going to be the guys we talk about in 20 years. They have mm-hmm. four decades under their belt and stuff. And this thing just keeps churning out more and more of these people. And it's, it's amazing. And we're, you know, like you and us, we're recording like a little segment in time, what we're doing. You know, this is like a little moment. These few years that we're going to be doing this, we're going to actually have created like this window for people down the road. They're going to be able to go, oh, yeah, I found this. Oh, this is what that looks like. This guy like. used to have this podcast. Yeah, how about that? This guy used to do this radio show yeah. and look at it. And, and that's how this is going right. to, this is what's going to happen in 20 more years or whatever. And we're, we're in the midst of some of these careers now that are, sure. you know. And and it's this is what's so much fun about doing all this, I man. Know. You know, you get to watch all this, and and I think you you also like I'm sure you understand. This. You get to, your perspective is like you're you're way back, and you're kind of like looking at it all underneath your eyes, kind of like going. It's a much it's a much you can kind of see the whole picture mm-hmm. of Cleveland's artists a little better now instead of the little factions that are all us. And man, is it cool? And I I think that if we do bring everyone together as a whole, because I, I think that we can accomplish what this city needs, and we can create another, a Cle- maybe a Cleveland scene. Yeah, yeah, that changes great. things. Yeah, because we, 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 uh, you know, we're we're capable of it. We're completely capable of it. We have so much talent here. Yeah, yeah, and you're, and thank God for someone like you who showcases all that and lets people hear it and what's going on out there. Terry, I wanted to ask you, um, you were you were talking about the the two one six to beep. You had a friend who owns it. Yes. Do you want do you want to say who she sure. is? Yeah, she's uh, Miss Cream of the Crop. Is her. Uh, is her name she goes by, and uh, she has a podcast. She runs a company called TET uh, Entertainment plus the radio station. So oh, so she runs it. Is oh, that yeah. what she's oh, doing? Yeah. So she runs all this stuff. Yes. So she's yeah. like she has kind of like a first mini in charge. Empire, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, a mini empire. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's what I like to call it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. How, how's how's that, how successful is that? How how is it is it pretty is it a pretty can you do well with something like this? Is this is this the future basically of radio? Do you think? Yes, I believe so. I believe that internet radio is the future of, and terrestrial radio will, I think, is going to stay where it is. Yeah, because, yeah, okay, I see what yeah, you're I saying. So. Yeah, I think so. I don't think terrestrial radio will go away, but I think There's more and more, especially um, with the young people, it's it's getting it. Using using internet radio is just much more popular because you can. It's so it's so wide reaching. It's you can you can listen to a, a rock station in Syria if you want to on the internet. You know? How how does that how does it work as far as frequencies and stuff like that go? There is no frequency it, it with this, right? So is it just based on a a, a a email address type thing or how do, how what differentiates? No. How does it how is it differentiated where you could have that many radio stations and each one has a access point. It's not like terrestrial radio. You right. have to get that out of your head. Right. It's right. It's like you just have a URL uh, or a website basically, right. and they basically get attached to something like a simple radio app or a or a live 365 or something like that. So, but <clears throat> all right. I just want yeah. I want to get her name out there oh, yeah. and so people you know because for for the sake of nothing else, the radio station itself. So let me ask you a little bit of this. I want to get into a little bit of this now. As a kid. 
right? Growing up, you grew up. You grew up local. You're local. Yes. Guy, mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Brunswick. Oh, really? Yeah. Medina County. Guy. Medina County. Yeah, yeah. Pioneer and, um, Conference. Cool, cool. And you, what did you Brunswick High School the whole thing? Yep. Um. Did you? Did, and then you said you went to the military. Yes. Now. How did all that work out? Because you said you went to college and you were doing the thing, but then you were also in the military. Did you go to the military to afford college? Yes. I, I, yeah, I went to. Uh, I I couldn't afford college as a kid, uh, getting out of high school, so I went to the military. And, uh, and thanks for serving, yeah. by the way. Oh, That's cool. Welcome. But, did you? Yeah. What army? Air Force. Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. Air, dude. The, uh, Air Force uh, aircraft mechanic. So no kidding. So yeah, and I did that, and I uh, went to school. Uh, then I then I came back this way and went to school at Cleveland State, and. Uh, you know, and that's where I had my radio experience. I had a little bit. I was going, I was taking night classes at uh, the University of Maryland when I was stationed down in Washington D.C., and uh, and I got to do a little bit of uh, radio DJing down there for because my friends worked at the the locals in our station. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's probably like my very first time I ever got to spin records on a on a radio station. When you were going to Cleveland State, did you ever do CSB? Did you ever get on 89.3? And, and did you ever have, get any affiliation no. with any of that kind of thing? No, I did not. Did not. So, no, no. I, I, should, I wish I would have. But Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's a, lot, yeah, a lot of great, yeah. Then there's a lot of great, great um, college stations in this town. Hell, too. yes, there yeah. are, man. Yeah. Um, so, you're, you're, you go to the military, um, you get back from, you come back from military, and that, is that when you did your Cleveland State yes. thing? Yeah. And then you did the, you were doing the internship at MMS and... What was it? What was the AM station? 850? Was that what you were saying? Uh, yeah, uh, 1420. Oh, it was a 1420. Yeah. Oh, that's right. WHK. HK, yeah. that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I that was real for, big. Uh, uh, a great historical figure in, in Cleveland rock and roll is uh, Michael Shevsky. Oh, yeah. Do you remember him? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was he was basically the guy who taught me. Um, Cliff Blakely was another one. So you so you were involved with, with all these people. Yeah. What, what years would you say that was then? What that was, was like in the uh, early 90s. Like oh, around okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Lisa Dillon was a was a great influence. Um, funny story with her is the first time I met her, she scared me, and uh, I dropped all the carts onto the <laughs> onto the studio floor because because I walked into the studio and she was working. So I was standing there with these carts, and she didn't realize it. And she after she got done talking and started the song, she turned around and went ah, and I went ah, yeah. the carts went flying everywhere. <laughs> And she told me, don't ever do that again. I'm like, <laughs> so that, that was my first education in, in, in radio was that. And uh, like I said, Kid Leo, uh, amazing, amazing guy. Um, knew, knew so much about rock and roll and so much about bars. I mean, he, was, he's, he knew everything about every Cleveland bar at that time. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. You'd, you know, you would say something, oh, yeah, we're going to, to this club tonight. And, and he'd be like, oh, did they fix the... Uh, <laughs> Did they fix the third step as you walk in? I'm like, I'll check. No, and I, no, and I'll be like, and you'd be like, damn, right, no, this, he did. Steps broke. I'm like, <laughs> how does he know that? But, but yeah, he was, uh, yeah, they were all Jeff Kinsbach, which he he does a podcast too. He's traveling around. He's retired. Yeah, I heard. Who, he, somebody told us about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got like an RV and he does that. But that's he's he was really cool. And Jeff, you know those guys. Yeah, Jeff and, and Flash. Yeah, Jeff and Flash. Yeah, it's super. The morning all, zoo, man. All super, really super nice kind people and really fun to work with you know like it's funny that you, when you bring up jeff and flash you bring up the whole morning zoo type thing mm-hmm. and, I, and like i remember that stuff you know like so well back in the day oh yeah oh my god and that just was a different time oh, you yeah. know and i think like some of us guys that like we'd love to some brings at least some of that back into the whole scene where you know the whole it was just fun. Oh yeah yeah you know, remember, there was, there sure. was a, yeah remember was they, used to, they used to blow people up on yeah on the radio <laughs> 
Yeah, they got Rover. I mean, Rover <laughs> Rover is doing his thing now yeah. and stuff like that. But you know, I always, I mean, no, no offense to Rover fans, but I've always considered Rover kind of like a Howard Stern type thing. You know, he's got his little family and he's got his wackos and he's got his this guy and he's got that guy and they just talk about their lives every day and they create new stories and that's what they do. And mm-hmm. Stern did that forever, and I'm just like, eh. For me, Rover's like, eh. And I like music. No, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's what do. we do, you know it. what yeah. I mean? We, yeah, talk, I we do. do musicians, and we want to we wanna hear a little music every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, that's what I feel, too. That's why I wanted to have, like, the, the interview podcast being separate. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, like, you can, I mean, it, it's entirely up to you. You yeah. could incorporate the two, and it probably wouldn't be that bad. You just couldn't do it all the time. Yeah. You know, rare, you know, some of the bigger guests maybe, you know, come on and say, yeah, hey, so-and-so stopped by. But I could see, I, with, the, with the availability of podcasting, why not? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So are you setting up a studio at your house? Where are you going to do the podcast at? Um, I was thinking about doing it at the house, but I have some equipment that that would be easy to carry to a, a location. So you might just you, know, you might just go on location and do yeah. interviews with people yeah, like that. Yeah, depends on what what people what kind of vibe I get from people. And it's going to be audio, so you don't really right, have to take that much stuff and do some no, microphones. No, and... I have a, I have a couple little uh, sound cards or boards, and uh, you know a collection of microphones, and that's really all that's really all I need. So get, so let's get back real quick because I want because I, I want to see what I want to find out a little bit about DJ Terry. Sure. So you get you go you're into this inter. Are, is there any time while you're doing the internship you're doing that you're thinking this could be my career? Is it, at that time in your life because now that we've gotten into your military background a little bit, you have a pretty interesting skill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now I'm like, well, yeah, I can see why. DJing wouldn't be as a, as a, you know something that would be more of a hobby in your head because you just you learn how to work on airplanes already. I mean, you could do a, you could do a lot of things with that, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Is that what you ended up doing yeah, with was, your I, life? Did you become like an airplane mechanic? I got into aviation maintenance and I got into um, and I got into other types of of business and things like that because I had a communications degree from uh, from Cleveland State and uh, and I did did some different things. But yeah, I, I always thought about radio, but um, I, I guess it. I guess it, other things just just caught my eye and and took me in a different direction. And then all of a sudden, thirty years went by, and I woke up and went, "What? What just happened?" You know, because things things move. You know, and you get you get in your grooves, and uh, so. Yeah. So, any regrets though, as far as like that goes? I mean, are you are you do you ever look back and go, "Man, I wish oh, I would have yeah. done this." Yeah, yeah. it would have been neat. Yeah, I think it would have been neat to work for for one of the stations and be a uh, um, you know be a, a DJ on on one of the terrestrial stations. You know, and and it's still you know it's still always a possibility. Oh, yeah. Like maybe when I retire, I'd like to you know do a Sunday night show somewhere on on one of the, on yeah, one yeah, of the bigger yeah. stations. I think that'd be cool. Well, you're already so, doing, you, but you're already doing yeah. one. I mean, it's like yeah. it's like it's pretty cool already. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just it's it's you know I'm just working to to expand my uh you know expand the the my growth and, and expand my reach. Your audience. Yeah, my audience. Yeah, I mean I know I have people all the way in uh, Japan. That's that cool. So that's well, I'm sure. Cool, and, well, you, I'm, know? I, you know I'm sure that the the whole military thing sure. is 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 huge for you because these guys who leave Cleveland and leave Northeast Ohio and they go overseas and stuff. You kind of give them home. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's what that's what, that was a big thing because like when we were when we were overseas uh, dur- during the war, we were uh, we would like every once in a while we'd be able to get like um, like ninety two three. Oh. The, the, the talk, the sports talk, the fam. right? And they would be on like the the morning show would be on like at, at 
midnight, right? Because of the time difference. Yeah, right, so it'd right, be, right, right, right. But yeah. it'd be it'd be so it'd be so. You felt welcoming. like you were home right, for a yeah, minute. For yeah. a little bit, you had to get to hear something. You get to hear a voice you hadn't heard in so long, and it was like so, uh, you know, so comforting. So yeah, you're you're right. I do uh, I do have a, an audience like that. Like like a bunch of my friends were in Africa um, over the summer, and all of a sudden, um, the station told me that Africa was now one of my yeah, my leading, you know, they were getting pings from Africa, and I'm That's like, cool. I'm like, ah, they're like, why are we getting pings from Africa? <laughs> well, yeah, you got to conquer like, well, these countries, right? I'm like, <laughs> well, I said, I got a bunch of friends that are sitting over there right that's now. That's cool. So, so that's, uh, yeah, so that that's the great thing about it is is the the ability to to reach out all over the the world with this music. Yeah, because Cleveland is <clears throat> everywhere, right? Right. It's yeah. all over the place, you know. Like, uh, what game was that uh, last week when we're we're watching the game, and it sounds like there's more fans there for cleveland there are for everybody else you're like you know like this is miami right and cleveland just travels all over the place so a show like yours you know and it's live too so when you're doing it does that does this what kind of crosses your mind when you're when you're on the air and you're doing your thing do you are you are you thinking about your audience that you're talking to because you know that's a little different right like i'm talking to you right now but i'm looking at you i'm talking to you when you're doing this radio thing you're not looking at anybody but you're talking to a lot of people. people So how how does that work? Like how how is your mind visually? How do you visually do that in your head? I mean, I I'm assuming there's some kind of that where you're imagining your audience while you're talking, or don't you? Yeah, I do. I do imagine my audience. I try to think about uh, people that are uh, in different parts of the country or world uh, that are from Cleveland and uh, and and what they may be going through. Because uh, I because I was you know I, I lived different places in my life outside of Cleveland and I you know I missed home at times. I was I've lived overseas and things like that. And it's nice to get those those little bites of uh, uh, from home. I, I get it. Like for instance, I get a lot of listeners from Florida and California. Oh yeah, uh, you know the um, transplant states, though, right, where yeah, people go yeah. and leave here and go too. Yeah, I get uh, Tennessee. I get a lot of people from Tennessee. Another place where there's a lot of a uh, lot of transplants go down. Oh there. yeah, huge. Yeah. And a lot of those transplants are musicians yeah. and oh, yeah. people like that. So. Yeah, there's some really really good musicians down there. Uh, Haley. Um, oh yeah. She's down there. Um, uh, Madeline Finn is down there. Yeah, and uh, we just had Hooked Like Helen on here, and they're yeah. doing they're they're going back and forth to Nashville and back and forth. They were just telling us and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just. Uh, Nashville is a place right now, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's yeah, the it's hub. A, it's, it's the it's the nice. it's the happening spot right now, and it's so close to us that it makes it real nice for for our people. Because yeah. because but back in our day, it was L.A., which was on the other side of the country. You right. know what I mean? So it's a little different now. It's yeah, nice. Tennessee is a little easier geographically. Yeah, yeah, right. So. Geographically, it's nicer, and, and Nashville's a blast. I mean, I had so much fun when I went to Nashville. It's yeah. awesome. So I consider myself an ambassador. So to of Cleveland, so because there's like I said, there's people in California listening. So I'm I'm presenting to them. That's cool. Well, so that's, that's a that's cool important. way of looking at it. Ambassador. Yeah, I like it. So, um, so do people when you're on the do you keep so you says uh, you have Instagram open or do you have all of them open and and, and you can can you kind of like gauge what's going on with your audience on Instagram and yes all that. Um, I have Twitter and uh, I have Twitter and uh, Instagram open. Oh, and, and is it constantly, do you almost always have people talking on there? And On Instagram, yeah. Yeah, that's usually where I get I get my most uh, action or, or people talking is right there on Instagram. Do they give you requests or are they just basically saying hi at this point? Or what What, what, do, people, what do people say to you on? Most of the time, sometimes it's requests. Sometimes it's uh, just um, a lot of the bands or, or fans of the bands will ask, like, um, I've had people ask when, when the song's coming up or... Uh, um, things like that, because like 
<clears throat> like when I was doing the the uh, Cleveland versus uh, triple play at, at eight o'clock on Monday nights, I would have bands asking uh, like when 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 their song was going to be played because they wanted their their mother to tune in or something like that, <laughs> right? So <clears throat> so you had that kind of stuff, um, you know, and you get uh, you get requests, but you get a lot a lot from the bands and the artists. They're they're always really happy when because uh, I I tag uh, a lot of the people on the uh, oh, when I when I say the show's smart. starting the show goes on the air I tag every, I tag a group of people and they uh, you know and they're always you know they're always sending me uh, different things like you know like thanking me and stuff like yeah, that. yeah 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 so, so yeah. that's that's what it is so mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of that kind of thing going yeah. on back and forth and everybody recognizes right. that this is happening and mm-hmm. is your when did you first when did you first start this radio station when was the first time you started it up and and what, like, when you first started it up, what was going on? Like, how many listeners did you have? And how how did how was that? Were you ever discouraged in the beginning? Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. What was it like? What was it the like first, right now? The, when I first started April of uh, 2021, I... Um, yeah, it was it was discouraging because the some of the equipment I had wasn't wasn't up to standard, um, and uh, like like the the mic I had, I had a lot of problems uh, first couple shows with uh, people hearing me and things like that. Oh. So I had a so that that was that was discouraging, and I wasn't getting anybody uh, listening at first, um, and then then as it grew, I got more uh, more encouraged. Um, I would get I would get like encouragement from bands as well, which was nice. You would hear bands would yeah. write me write me things telling me how you know how important they thought I was and and how much I do for them. And it's it's nice because we live in these bubbles, especially when you're doing this internet stuff or just in our general lives when we live in our houses or, or we, sometimes people don't leave their houses for a while and and you don't know unless somebody says something, you don't know if you're doing any good at all. Right. Or if anybody's listening other than I can get numbers from the station and I can see those types of things. But but you don't know what kind of effect you're making on people, because that's what we want to do in life is to, to affect things. Right. And to, to do something good. And and it, it's in in this industry, it's, it's tough sometimes because you don't get the immediate feedback. So you know? so basically you're encouraged by this interaction that you're doing. That, that, that interaction is all you have that says I'm making a difference and I'm making a connection with these people. Right, right. It's not like being on stage where people are clapping and screaming. So yeah, there, right. You there's don't have absolutely none of that, you know. When I'm doing it, I'm I'm, I'm in a room by myself and, and I'm going I'm doing my work and that's it. And and if it was it was a great job, I don't know. I, well, is is I this guess. so you're you're basically saying like a lot of this comes just straight down to how much trust you put in yourself for what you're doing, how much you believe in what you're doing. Yeah. Because if you just believe in what you're doing, then it doesn't matter who what you see immediately. You just keep going, and you know it's like if I keep doing this, momentum's going to pick up, and which it has, right? Yeah. Like you went from no listeners to where you're at now. What would you give advice to somebody who wants to start something like what you're doing? How would you? What would be the number one thing to get where, where where you because you've seen growth, you've moved yeah. forward, so you have to have done something correctly. So what what would you what advice would you give somebody? Probably, what is one thing? The most one important thing, thing. The probably the most important thing that I would say is consistency. Be consistent. Um, be consistent with your uh, advertising or postings. Be consistent with your show, um, as well as you know anything to do with time or music, um, things like that. Like on like uh, for instance on a on holidays when when my show is on holidays I do not take off. Right Fourth of July, we were we were doing it live. Cool. And because because it's all about it's it's about consistency because in this you know if people if people tune in and you're not there 
then then they're uh people have short memories right right and then they'll drop so you know so so it's being consistent i think it's very being consistent with my posts and um any type of uh you know advertising i do is always consistent you can it's a consistent feel look to it uh consistent timing you know if you watch my uh my instagram it's set up that a 1001 every day a post hits Oh, see, that's even even yeah. that you even right. have on a right, on a and I figured that out because I I looked the uh, Instagram will tell you how um, their peak when, hours when you're, like... your peak hours of your people, and uh, so so that's so and it's it's and it's all about consistent, consistent, consistent. Because um, I read a book called uh, Gorilla Marketing a long time ago, and and basically it says that you have to put your name or whatever you are in front of people 27 times. Because the formula is that you have to see, people have to see something nine times before they'll react, and and if you do it 27 times because nine times three right yeah nine and three and they're not gonna people people are gonna miss stuff if you put your name in front of them 27 times they're gonna miss it, but if they but eventually out of that 27 they'll hit nine times they'll so hit. it's like it's like the whole habit thing well, if right. you do it 30 times and it's, yeah. a, it's a habit type thing. Wow, that's that's interesting. So yeah, so that's that's what I, I I base everything on my consistency about everything how I do it. it, it the product I put out has to be consistent. And and you've noticed through that though that there, that's probably the main factor that in in what progresses this thing forward. Yeah, I think. I so. mean, I have to agree with you. I think Pat would agree with that. That that would be our number one thing too. Consistency, consistency. Every week you got to have a show, no matter what. Can't take a week off. There's no excuses. Mm-hmm. People don't care. Like, like the funny thing about what you said holidays is that in this business of, of doing this kind of thing, this is what people want on the holiday. They need a little something. They're not working that day. They're going to be sitting at home. They're right. going to be doing. There's, there's going to be a moment where they ain't got nothing to do. This is what you do. You turn on the. You turn on YouTube and you watch something or you do something for the holidays. We can't take any time off. That's when the people want to watch us the most. But it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's it is. Fun. You, yeah. you get a lot of fun out of it. You get a lot, a lot of fun meeting a lot of cool people. You get to meet a lot of cool people that oh, you know yeah. you ordinarily wouldn't have met. And and, it, and people, it's not just about the starstruck thing when you say that. It's about, it's just about the coolness of these people, how cool they are, and how you're like, wow. And you get to meet so many different ones, and you're like, man, there's so much going on and so much to learn from these people oh, and yeah. so many stories they hear. I love hearing the stories, man. I do. Yeah. I love hearing them, and we hear a lot. On this yeah, yeah. on this thing. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, there's it's yeah, it's it's such a rich and diverse um industry around here and there's so many great artists and, and we have such a rich history from from all the bands like Michael Stanley and guys like Rich Spina and Billy Sullivan and uh Yeah, all of them. Yeah. And, Tommy Amato uh, and all that. Yeah, Tommy Amato well, you got, and you Frank know, and those bands were so Billy legendary. March. Yeah. You got some real yeah. legendary bands from back in the day. Right. You know, like there's the, there was a lot of that. Like you were saying, you were you would go see all those bands. You were a part of that scene yeah. back then and stuff. There was a there was a real cool scene going on right. that was different. Is there still there's a scene now? There's no doubt about it. There's a scene now, but it was just different. Right. It just seemed like people were a lot more, like like there was a lot more unity back then between the bands and between the fans and everything. It wasn't. We're getting back to that. Yeah. We're yeah, gonna we're, so. we're yeah. gonna we're yeah. gonna. I think that there's enough things going on right now where I think I, I can definitely see that. Yeah, I think so. Um, do you have uh, influences as far as DJs go and stuff like that? Are there are there DJs that that you can look back on back from the because there's tons of them, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, through the decades, there's just tons of them. But are there favorites of yours? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, I I drew a lot from uh, uh, Mr. Kenny Kidd. I did uh, Lisa Dillon was a was a big was a big uh, person and that influenced me. Um, uh, Wolfman Jack. 
Um, Johnny Fever. Johnny Fever. I love Johnny Fever. He was the first guy that made DJing look cool. Um, but yeah, Kid Leo, Jeff Kinsbach, um, the Grease Man. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, those guys were all. Remember lovely. Uncle Vic? Yeah. Uh, Uncle Vic, yeah. <laughs> 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 I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Remember he did that one thing it was thirty. And it was like one, uh, ten, fifteen. He keeps going. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his club. Yeah. I remember his club yeah, back in the right. day. Yeah, back in Lyria. Yeah, 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 yeah. That place. It was cool. And well, that and the, what the mining company used to go to. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mining company. <laughs> wow, man. Wow, history. Yeah. Well, dude, I I gotta be honest. It's been really cool having you on the show. Um, one more thing I wanted to mention is that after this, you'll be appearing on all our shows. We're going to put a little segment of you. You're going to come on and you're going to be yes. uh, part of the show weekly. Very cool. Yeah. So we're glad to have you aboard, uh, coming on, helping us out on our show. And maybe one day we'll come on and help Heck you yeah. out and get the podcast going and stuff like that. We'll come out there and we'll do that. Um, go check out DJ Terry. Go if you get involved in this internet radio. Like, like he said, I think this is the future. I think you might as well jump on board now. And uh, this guy's got a cool show. I mean, all the stuff that we do here, all these bands that we, we're, we're bringing in, all these artists and stuff, he's playing them. So, like, we might not be able to play all the music on our show, but that's what he does on his show. So, you know, you can get the you can get the whole package if you watch both. Yep. Or listen to both yeah, at least, absolutely. right? absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it from us. Thanks for coming, man. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. It's thanks been a for lot. having me. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.